Hello, and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson, and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. This is Elizabeth, and we're here today with a conversation I have been so eager to have. Today, our guest who is joining us is a human being who is definitely a part of my soul family, a kindred spirit, a remarkable actor, one of the most authentically like going back to gratitude always people I have ever met someone who is deeply hilarious and who I'm just so grateful to have this time with to talk about love and being human and being on these soul journeys because he so deeply is committed to that and so today on the podcast with like a very joyful heart I would like to welcome Juan Pablo Espinosa hello yeah (laughs) Thank you. What a wonderful introduction. <laughs> Thanks. I I feel very honored and grateful. And um, likewise, you know, I feel like also we, I've learned so much from you and your journey. And this is so beautiful when you have a conversation with somebody who has inspired you and uh, for somebody who you feel so much unconditional love for and from. So yes. I'm very grateful to be here. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I also, you know, something I I did want to say, and I'm sure throughout, I have so many questions, like, and <laughs> so many, it's so interesting because I feel like this space, although I'm sure it will be really similar to <laughs> our friend chats in a lot of ways, but it does feel like a space where like, I get to like hold space to really ask like questions in a way that we it just may be kind of different right than our friend chats definitely yes that is like just by watching your journey knowing you loving you and I think vice versa right we have like learned so much and I one of the things I'm so grateful for in our friendship which is oh my gosh how how long now 23 years <laughs> literally I think we can trace it down to the year was 1999 literally it was was 1999 boston massachusetts (laughs) emerson college and (laughs) again we'll we'll share some stories though too because i did go on my first unofficial honeymoon with you oh which we'll talk about maybe later yes Um, and you have <laughs> just been a, a little part. cheese. <laughs> just a little cheese. <laughs> um, and one of the things, though, right off the bat, and then we're going to go into, we're just going to jump right into kind of how you connect to love and how it feels to you and all that. 
But I feel like one of the things I'm so grateful for in our friendship and in our connection is the rhythm and the timing of it and how even though our circles go really long and wide when we haven't seen each other for a while or connected for a while, they always circle back to each other, right? And one of my favorite things is when we haven't talked for ages. And I remember this happening Mm -hmm. in our 20s when we hadn't (laughs) talked for so long. And then we did. And we had been having some of the same like spiritual revelations, like views of the world, right? Without doing it together, we had had like very similar soul curriculum um, and language. So I just, I love the timing of our connection and how it always ebbs and flows, but always comes back together. So grateful for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also what's so wonderful about situations like this is that I'm from Bogota, Colombia, you know, Um, the chances of us Hmm. having a similar experience, maybe on paper or through some kind of scientific uh, looking glass, it would be none, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's so beautiful where you prove that we're much more than this experience as human beings on earth. We're way more than race, than location, Mm -hmm. than our sexuality, than all these factors that we weigh in. Um, it's so beautiful to realize that two human beings, two souls Mm -hmm. can have journeys that are meant to be (laughs) complimented and inspired and riff off of each other Uh a little bit. Um, and that's one of the most magical things too, where it's that presence where you have to acknowledge that there's something way much bigger and beautiful Mm -hmm. in this life than we sometimes perceive and your friendship and our journey is one of those where when I think of distance when I think of geographical Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally like locations um it's fascinating Mm -hmm. to me to think that we can be that connected yes yes and right before we started recording as we welcomed in like our divine teams we were saying you know just to to ground us and um, we were saying our divine teams again have known each other for a very long time and like are not just meeting for the for like, oh hey, you're doing this podcast too. Like um that yeah, they were they're very familiar. They're very familiar, <laughs> which is fascinating to me. Yes. So so when oh, it's so interesting, when you like when do you feel love? most authentically like and even again I think everyone kind of would describe it differently maybe feels it in their bodies in different places has different versions of it right but when you think just for you and you're like I am so deeply connected to love I'm feeling so much love right now how does how does it feel to you I'm gonna dive like really deep already (laughs) so let's go for it yeah um I think for me, it's all related to what I feel my interpretation of the divine is. Mm -hmm. And it's taken me all this journey to realize that um, after filtering through religion, after filtering through spirituality, after filtering through so many things, what I ended up with was this concept of what I feel God is for me or the divine is unconditional love. So through that experience what's so beautiful is that when i feel and i connect 
genuinely and deeply and I'm getting giddy right now just thinking of it is that love is all around me you know as well as in me and what's so beautiful is that I can be walking literally on a hike and every flower I see um, to anybody who who sees my Instagram is like okay that's a lot of flower pictures but recognizing the divine and recognizing love mm-hmm. how this perfect creation and um exists in this beautiful harmony and what i'm saying is like for me to connect to that authenticity of love mm-hmm. is always in the small things it's always around it's because i feel like for a long time um and i think growing up in latin america too where we're very passionate we're very, you know, we grew up with soap operas and there's a lot of talk about love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I love you or being an actor too. Like we, that, that word gets thrown around so much mm-hmm. and it almost for a long time felt like something that was outside of me. Mm-hmm. Like you'll find love. We, we constantly say that, no, you'll mm-hmm. find love. And it's such a beautiful correction or realization where you realize, oh, no, no, no. Like love is within me, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a very, very famous philosopher said, um, uh, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? Yeah. And that was RuPaul's, RuPaul Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that quote, you know, like yes. if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yes. that is so true. But mm-hmm. so taking that that into consideration where it's like, okay, I'm not finding love, mm-hmm. um, more of manifesting it, more of embracing it, more yes. of uh, celebrating it like i said in the flower in a mm-hmm. sunset in a mm-hmm. hug um and it's just so beautiful that that's literally when i feel most connected to love yes 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 i <laughs> so uh, you know i resonate with that and yeah and uh, again i can't remember exactly how old we were but i remember having a conversation probably in our late 20s where we hadn't talked as much right and we got and all of a sudden we'd both journeyed right um through a lot of ups and downs and a lot of i won't speak for you but i'll speak for me no. just like a lot of like <laughs> suffering in my own mind or reaching like you were saying for love outside of myself mm. right so much like striving or like, okay, if I get to this, right. And then through kind of coming back to my own spirituality, right. Or to like being open to it, exploring it. It was that like, wait, what if God is full love, right? What if the divine is full love and where our suffering comes from or our fear or all the kind of more challenging problems to me feel like they come from these like awesome, but uh, troublemaking minds of ours, right? Like the yes. human mind. But if we're held by this energy that is full of, what does that do for us as humans? How can we grow? How can we like expand? How can we learn? How can we have compassion, forgive? All. But I remember being on that talk and you were talking and I literally was like, it sounds like Pablo's reading from my journal right now. <laughs> like it was like, this is, and again, everyone's- I still like, have the combination. Yeah, but it's like you- of course you have your own experience and your own language and languages around it and your own practices, but it it is amazing to me 
And just as amazing to me, the similarities, again, being kind of on separate paths, but kind of coming to some of the same deep truths, right? That really, really Mm -hmm. resonated. When you're feeling that, that plate, that connection of love within yourself, that connects you to yourself, that connects you to others, that connects you to the divine, what else are you most likely to feel so you feel love and this i'm just so fascinated because everyone has a unique version of this but Mm. if you're feeling love loved loving you also are feeling what what other feelings and emotions kind of like connect to to it when you're feeling love for me it feels safe and it feels joyous um it feels colorful, like yeah. it feels abundant. It yeah. feels, um, I think again, with all this sensory work that we do too as actors, um, I remember talking about like, you know, in the middle of winter and you take a, a warm sip of hot chocolate or you snuggle into a good sweater. Um, all these sensations, mm-hmm. you know, are for me also a part of feeling in your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a physical way of feeling a certain sensation that you associate with. Uh, it feels homey, feels comfy. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, as I got older, it was so beautiful to recognize that sensation in my spirit. Mm-hmm. If that makes the, the difference between the physical. Yeah. feeling of love and the the spiritual almost mm-hmm. where um when i say safe it's a place where there's no room for anxiety mm-hmm. and there's no room for those crazy thoughts in my head to go in it, it really does feel like a safe zone mm-hmm. um so that's why it's so important for me to try to connect to love as much as possible to try to reconnect with that source of unconditional love um so i can hopefully be in my best state Mm. you know (laughs) yeah yeah i do know Mm. when it's like kind of penduluming the other way just for a moment and then we'll keep coming back the whole time to what, what you're talking about um with this connection to love like when and if you have a personal example, you feel comfortable giving, then great. Because I also think too, it's just like, I love when people so authentically are like, oh, right. And this is me when I'm very human, right? So I'm wondering about like <laughs> a place in your life. And again, it could be like something that happens just you within you. It could be something like you witness in our world, right? Where you notice it's, you get triggered, right? You do disconnect from well, again, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like no, no, when, no. yeah, when, will you give me an example of when you are triggered and how that feels, how how different that feels from what you were talking about? And then we'll talk about how you come back to love or peace yes. after that. But yeah, what's it? What's a trigger like for you? What, how do you feel it? What happens? I think um, when I think of that disconnect, when I feel far removed from love and it comes again from a place of within where my self-doubt comes in to take a take the wheel and i think that 
is something that we all as humans, you know, experience, hopefully not very much, but um, I think it's very common that we are surrounded by a world that demands so much of us who constantly is um, kind of focusing so much on how to be successful, how to be beautiful to other people, like um, whether it's our appearance, whether it's our worth um, through different ways of like money or success or this. And it's very easy for me sometimes to get caught up in certain things because of my business, I think. Yeah. I think um, that's one of the perfect examples where I'll blink and then all of a sudden I'm like, why am I feeling this overwhelmed and worthless and mm-hmm. uh, insecure? And, and you can really feel um, that at the blink of an eye, these mm-hmm. feelings shift so, so much. And then you realize, oh, what happened today? I woke up and received an email that's saying like, we're not the person we're looking for, but thank you. Mm-hmm. And that already sets a tone of like, oh, okay, it's not personal, but you're you're feeling rejected. Yes. And then the same in our personal lives. No, I remember that feeling of being single. Mm-hmm. Um, and for example, being on the dating apps. Mm-hmm. And oh, just this, this feeling of next swipe, swipe. Mm-hmm somebody's doing with you too you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. a lot of it is so disposable and just feeling somebody could block you with uh (laughs) and and it's crazy how those words too the impact of like blocking somebody and you inevitably i think start gathering all those things Mm -hmm. in your little shopping cart you know that you're going through your day and it's highly negative it's highly um anxiety driven for me because it gets to a point where i'm like okay well what am i doing wrong Mm. what is going on here what's the message behind this what i tend to take things very personally Mm -hmm. so when i can center myself for a minute and then i'm like okay let's turn to meditation let's turn to even if it's a great song that I love mm-hmm. and take a shower with the song, mm-hmm. you know, like playing in the background or mm-hmm. um, then I'm like, Oh, okay. Connect to love. Yeah. Go back. I think I'm getting ahead of your question. Sorry. Um, no. With how to reconnect. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think what's so important too, in the, in those moments when, when I have those triggers, when I feel like, um, it's something personal, but again, there are triggers that are, that actually don't have anything to do with me. You know, I could right. be, and well, this is a safe space, but sometimes I remember <laughs> like four years ago when we were in the middle of this political climate and um, personal story, <laughs> like I'm laughing because I remember at the time, I didn't used to be glued to my phone as much. Mm-hmm. But I remember that feeling of waking up, um, doing my meditation. And when I'm about to be ready to look at my phone, the first thing I would see would be a notification from the news outlets mm-hmm. that were talking insanity yeah. about what was going on politically and the mm-hmm. risks of this. And... um 
personally, if, if I do the homework, I'm like, okay, how does um, a, a conversation about nuclear oh warfare or mm-hmm. um, certain political things affect that feeling for me right now? Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with Juan Pablo making a choice or mm-hmm. nothing that I actively did. But what's fascinating is I think the solution for both of them is connecting to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whether it's something personal or it's something overwhelming that is outside of us that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that the route and the way to recenter and deep breaths mm-hmm. uh, come in is mm-hmm. through love. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Well, and also I just so appreciate you sharing those those feelings, those tricks, like whether it's overwhelm, whether it's self-doubt, whether it's like just all of those things that can get triggered and become, oh, just, they just can encompass so quickly, right? They just can like, it can sometimes take me a little to catch how I'm feeling, right? Like all of a sudden, but now like, again, my body gets like clearer and clearer with its messages, right? I just so appreciate hearing that too, because I think a lot of those moments that we get triggered are like, I would say the ego, right? Like that fear part comes in and it's like trying, it makes us wrong or makes someone else wrong or makes everything wrong because it's trying to like get us to safety, that place you were talking about earlier. It's like trying Mm -hmm. as hard as it can to get us there. And yet, because it's coming from fear, it's like, we can't, that's not what we need. It can't be in that space. Right. And it's coming. If we, if we are in fear, right. We just, I've never felt it so clearly as now when I feel that fear and I, my whole system is like zoop disconnect. Right. Like, yeah. (laughs) And, um, and then when I try to create or problem solve or make a plan or participate in politics, right. Like, it's like, if I am from that place, it is so it's like trying to, to participate in something with like my whole spirit, like almost in a straitjacket. I know that sounds really intense, but it's so limiting, right? Like from that place of disconnection. And then what you're saying, like one song, like, and again, my ego is always like, oh, it's going to take you forever to get out of this one. Why even bother? Right? Yes. You're so deep in it. Yeah. But it doesn't take, and again, when we first became friends, I would go, oh my gosh, my mind was like, you're in a funk. You'll probably be here for a month, (laughs) maybe a year. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like, it was like, it would really try to hold me to try to keep me safe. Right. But then keep me away from what I actually wanted, which was connection and love and expansion, all of those things. So I love um, I just, yeah, I love hearing about that, not because it happens to you, like, but because in that, like when you're yeah. like having self-doubt, but just, it's so incredible. It's such a part of the human mind, you know, the human experience. Yeah. And I also think culturally, um, now that you were going back to that time where we met, mm-hmm. where I feel genuinely as human beings, we're not taught. Mm-mm to deal with these things Uh so so it's really funny how in if you don't do the work if you if you just go through life like a lot of people have to go through life like you know where we have the luxury Uh of finding self-care yeah which i mean more than a a luxury it shouldn't be sorry 
but it should be something that we all look forward to. But I, I'm saying like a lot of people are going day by day yeah. or um, focusing on making money or how to make ends meet. Yeah. And I think when we go back to that, it's like when I think of being a teenager, when I think of um, going through that adolescent face and <laughs> seeking answers uh but everything can get to a point where it looks very very chaotic and very almost like life or death you know very extreme yeah. um and i think it's compelling to see that we're not taught how to get out of those places that we're not taught how how to deal with these things and what's so beautiful right now in the world that we're living is that there's so much conversation about healing and about having instruments that will help you in those cases and for example just us having this conversation right now i think that it's easier for me to pinpoint what is a trigger what is something that helps me um and i'm so grateful that we're we're exploring this uh, as we go through. And I think yeah. also for anybody who's going through a weird funk, mm -hmm. dare I say it uh, mm -hmm. that way, but mm -hmm. it's, it's important to also realize that, first of all, like nobody's alone. Like we all go through this. Yeah. Um, and tapping into those source of love or comfort or peace mm -hmm. will come. Yeah. And I think... Again, when I think of it globally and culturally, it's like fascinating to see that we all go through this mm -hmm. and and how important it is to do take the time and do do the work. Um, because again, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you can't love yourself, yeah, you know, Saint RuPaul. Yeah. Name it. <laughs> it's just right. I love right, right, right. If yeah. if you could so growing up and in your culture, in your world, growing up, if what are, tell me if you can, three things, if you're like success is, tell me like the three things that you thought success was growing up, right? Just from what you absorbed Ooh. from your culture. And then I want to hear what you feel like success is now, because I know it's changed. That's such a beautiful question. I think Culturally, like again, and, and growing up with a father who is a financial advisor, um, a lot of talk of numbers mm -hmm. that I still, <laughs> to this point, have no clue or idea how they work. Um, but I think that representation of success was always okay. Mm -hmm. um, it was represented by the security of having a stable job. Mm -hmm. It was through success. Uh, uh, getting the recognition, yeah. I think a lot of it too, where it was like, okay, you got a raise, you got yeah. this promotion. Um, success looked like something that you see in the cover of a magazine. Mm -hmm. Success looked like somebody who has a beautiful family, um, glossy, wow. you know, very the dog included with the white picket fence. Mm -hmm. um, and I think sadly, but that, I mean, it's worth recognizing it was a lot of times uh, linked to money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you, you would too. see yeah. the messages, mm -hmm. right? Like would yes. be like, 
the 10 most successful people. And it's like, wow, they have fortunes. <laughs> like, yes. we're yeah. not wow, but it was very yes. like, well, good luck <laughs> aspiring to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh but it was very yeah, like, yeah, you leave just depressed. Yes. You're like, oh, oh my God. Man. But it's yes. funny that now exploring this right now, as I said it, because it's literally you're, you're seeing the cover of Time magazine or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, not to mention, but, um, and it's literally the most successful. I think now the messaging has been corrected and I, and I have faith in that where it's more like, um, like you have a lot of new businesses and you have a lot of terms now that it's like entrepreneurs yeah. or so that's, that's healthier. But mm-hmm. when you're the most successful yeah. was always linked to these people who, you know, and Mm-hmm. For for the second part of the question, I think mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Um, and and I think this is a beautiful, sensitive spot that I have right now, mm-hmm. because, um, oh, I'll share a, a brief story, mm-hmm. if that's okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. But I remember being back home in Colombia, and I was doing this very successful TV show, and it was really crazy that you're you dream of these moments because of what I said, when you think, Oh, okay. You know, this is what success is. And and I was running around like crazy and working 18 hour days. And then they're like, well, we're going to have to work on Saturdays. And I was like, okay. And then finally one day they're like, we need you on Sunday too. Mm. Uh, because we there's so much press that we need to do and the only time that we can do it is on a Sunday and blah blah I'm like mm. I'm so grateful I'm getting to live all these moments and mm-hmm. um, but it became a roller coaster where I was busy 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 and then I remember going to bed one day and I was about to brush my teeth and I was so exhausted mm-hmm. and I looked to the toothpaste tube and I'm like oh it's almost done. Like I literally need to buy toothpaste tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And of course, tomorrow came and it was like 5 a.m. You have this and then you're going there and then it's like mm-hmm. makeup and hair and this and then you're doing press and then you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the whole day led back to another exhausting day mm-hmm. where I got home and I went to brush my teeth before going to bed mm-hmm. and there was no toothpaste. Oh, no. And <laughs> And like a baby, I'm like trying to squeeze like the end of it. And then I start crying because I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> wait a minute. Like I have the number one TV show. I have money. I'm in the cover of magazines. I'm successful, but I can't freaking buy toothpaste. Like what? So oh. I think that was a beautiful yeah. moment to realize like, mm-hmm. what is this idea of success? No, 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 no. Yeah. This yeah. is not yes. working for anybody. Yeah. Um, but it's so beautiful to realize. So, so that's where I wanted to do the second part of the question where it's like, mm-hmm. what is success right now? Mm-hmm. What success is like being able to enjoy the present. Yes. You know? Yes. W- whatever we do, it's like enjoy our family, enjoy our loved ones, enjoy the tea we're having, enjoy mm-hmm. because that to me is a successful person who can connect with the present that is success no matter where we are whether Mm -hmm. it's no money whether it's Mm -hmm. not 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 having a job but success lies in Mm -hmm. what we have in our hands and what we can control 
yes. too, you know, yes. which is how we feel, how we react, mm -hmm. how we draw inspiration. But I think it's so beautiful that uh, <laughs> that totally debunked everything that yes. I grew up with because it's like, wait a minute, I've mm -hmm. been successful since the day I took my first breath. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. It's not something you achieve. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly. And yeah. again, it's it all like. First of all, I just I love that moment. I remember seeing you in New York during that time. You were on a yes. break, and I remember you sharing. You know, as you always do, just so honestly about the full picture, right? And about. Mm. Um, and I, it's just so interesting as you were talking about the, again, being on a magazine cover, what, like you made it right. Yeah. And then that exact moment of like you, I'm imagining you at the store you needed to go to, to get toothpaste. <laughs> you were on all these magazines and yet you didn't yeah. have, and it's not even like you didn't have toothpaste. It's, you didn't have the time mm. to do one yeah. small thing. And it's, I don't know why it's like flashing up for me that like every moment that you post a picture of a flower honestly like mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh it's because you have had this moment in this present this presence of appreciation of connection of beauty of of this like divine timing right to be with it's just so interesting to me i don't know why you having time to not get toothpaste to me it feels like the pendulum of like beautiful yeah. karma of like you have time to to look and appreciate and be with the flowers now, right? Like something that during that time period yes. you did not have. Like it wasn't, and it's so interesting too, because we grew up again, like in different countries, but again, with cultures, I think that have some similar values, right? Conditioned into the cultures, right? And again, what success was. And it just, um, it's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me too, because of all, even when you were talking earlier about the hardest moments on the dating apps or, or you get an yeah. email that you weren't right for the role. It's all about a moment of like a conditional, right? Someone outside yeah. is saying something and you're interpreting it as like, I'm not good enough or I've lost something or what I needed had to come from that person. Right. And like, yeah. I can only imagine, like, we'll talk a little bit more too, like about in your work, like how you balance that, how you remember that. And I think it it does really go back to, oh, what I was going to say though, is in all of those things of like, this is success. This is what you can get to. These are, and it's always like, again, the ladder is such a good image, right? Because it's always like up, 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 up. There's no like cycles. There's no ebbs and flows. There's no like, it's not any yeah, it's of like kind a, of like, you know, the divine feminine of like nurture. It's not even the divine masculine, I don't think. But when when that's presented, I think to us as kids, it was never presented. It was presented as how amazing it would be and what you would have gained, but not what you would lose, right? Not what it yes. almost, the compromise of like, okay, you can get this, but if you do it in this way, then what do you lose by again, like sacrificing maybe your values or your time or your health or your, you know, and, and I do think there are people out there who innately soul-wise, like I know people in my life who their ambition, there are moments when I really see their ambition and that like, like top of the mountain, top of the ladder comes through them and they love to create, they love to, so it's like, it's different to me when it's coming from a soul place versus it's coming from like, we're conditioned to be like, this is the way yes. you feel valued, you feel loved, you feel like you're a, a worthy human being. 
um, which again, just doesn't really work for me. And I am so grateful that we get to talk about it this candidly too, because I think um, in a world where we still like for, for me, for example, when I'm, I'm doing any kind of interview or whatever, Nobody wants to hear anybody be real anymore, which is hysterical. You know, Mm -hmm. if, if people are like, how was that project? And you're like, well, it was difficult. Yeah. Like already people are like, what? No, no, no. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be fun and wonderful. And this, because we're constantly, like you said, it's like that graph, that chart, Mm -hmm. you know, of like, it has to be up, Mm -hmm. up, 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 Mm -hmm. up. And and I think it's creating a very a dysmorphia of our reality and a dysmorphia that, um, and again, with love and the idea of success, it's like, oh, I'm not successful if I'm feeling this way mm-hmm. or I'm not successful. If, but what if we were meant to have yes. those sensations? What yes. if a successful human being yeah. is also able to tap into their feelings and tap into these situa- situations that are life. Mm-hmm. I think that's also like a, a bigger mm-hmm. picture thing yes. where it's like how those feelings that we had like a little boy or a little girl growing up where I said like, it's frustrating not to have the tools to fix these things, but we have these inner childs that are like, wait, mm-hmm am I not doing this correctly because I didn't do this or because I'm not able to express myself authentically. Um, And at the end of the day, it's like somebody who can deal with a crisis, somebody who can deal with a hardship Mm -hmm. to me is a thousand times more successful than somebody who never experienced any kind of, because the obstacles are also there to, to teach, you know? And I think, that's it takes a while to to really realize oh wow i'm a thousand times more strong with myself and vibrating in in that gratitude because i know what it feels like yeah. to not experience that and and it only augmentates that the beautiful feeling and yes. and i honestly think like I'm happy for the people who don't sometimes have to go through those things, but I also feel like you have to, and and I'm sure they are. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. too, like how much do we let other people in? Sometimes it's not uh, Mm -hmm. the true uh, way to measure what they're going through. But, but I, I really think into turning these things into beautiful opportunities for growth. Yes. I was just listening to an astrologer who was saying, (laughs) she was like, I just want to, very matter of fact, was just like, if you're not up for like a very challenging go around, just next life, don't choose to be human. (laughs) 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 Just don't do it. And it was just like, oh, right, right. If we want an easier, I don't know, I'd I'd be my cat. I don't know. Like, so it's like we chose this, like, and for, and I think for a lot of the reasons you're just saying too, because without 
without those moments, there wouldn't be the learning, the growth, the healing, the the expansion, oh, the learning. Right? It would be boring. It, and some days I'm like, oh my god, I wish it was boring. Like so I wish it was a little yes. more boring on, during some of the more challenging seasons. But it's like, all right. And then I'm like, Elizabeth, you chose this, and this you're doing it. So like, keep going. <laughs> like, just go for yes. it. Like this is this is the thing you wanted to do. Um, and I think, yeah. sorry, I'm like Mm-mm. riffing off of you, but um, mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful things too is that um, that that knowledge. Again, I don't know. In different cultures, um, when we filter through religion, for example, like you were saying about mm-hmm. an astrologer talking about a, the next life, mm-hmm. I think uh, when I allow myself to go to a place where I believe in reincarnation where I believe that this this is, you know, one of many uh, reincarnations. or I think there's something so beautiful to, to ground you in the present when we think of those things and talk about love. And because, um, and this has come up very, a lot recently too, where I'm thinking, okay, if I'm getting to live this life, mm-hmm. And I have my health. I have my my unconditional loved ones. I um I get to experience a new day where you have a different perspective when when these are all I have the privilege mm-hmm. of calling this my work and loving it. I have the privilege of calling this my sexuality and loving it. I have mm-hmm. all these beautiful things in my life that it was funny, maybe growing up when you were like, well, what would be the best life you could live? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, wow, I want to be a millionaire again, or I want to be the king of somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like, now it couldn't be the, mm-hmm. further, the furthest from that. And if I filter it through that experience also, I feel like I am living my best life. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. From a point of view where like, if we look at a a diagram of what karma and the next life might look like, mm-hmm. it's knowing that feeling of like, it doesn't get better than this. Mm-hmm. So in the bigger picture of things, it's like, and here I am being sad because, um, which every emotion is okay, I'm also mm-hmm. saying. But mm-hmm. in the bigger picture of things, it's like, um, this is the best. Mm-hmm. I'm living the best and it comes with something that I've learned from the past and from other things. And we, we're the product of all those lessons. Mm-hmm. So, so I really do feel like one of the most beautiful ways to connect again with love too, is thinking out there like, wow, I, if reincarnation again is a thing like this life, I'm not fighting any wars. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, dealing with any, pest or trying to feed my children mm-hmm. um i get to be recording a podcast yeah. in a joyful environment mm-hmm. the healthiest you know mm-hmm. i'm so grateful for that and yeah. and that only triggers more joy to be like yes. okay well then go out and enjoy these yeah. these things that you have go be yeah. grateful for your sight for your mm-hmm. touch for mm-hmm. to be able to taste this um yes. you know it's it's beautiful Yes. Yes. And I feel like even as you talk about it, it's to me, it's so interesting over the last few years when I have felt the most content or the most like 
maybe actually the feeling is content, right? When I allow myself contentment, because mm. again, the game growing up was you never actually are content, right? Because then you're not, yeah. you're not continuing to climb, right? And so, and where I would think I would get places, I, I just realized for a lot of my late teens, a lot of my 20s, it was, it was like that dangling carrot, right? You're like, oh, I'll just get to that and then mm. I'll feel better. Or I'll just get through that and then I'll be. <laughs> and then it was like, wait, I'm literally wishing away my my life. And then I think through, you know, as you know, both of my parents having times of, of illness. And then mm. there was this moment of, uh, again, I think my parents having cancer were the moments that were my human was like would have wanted the least and yet my mm. soul took the most right to yeah. like re move everything around like reprioritize see th- there was something about that practice of presence like that appreciation of the now that like and it really it kind of through that time and through other practices like stopped me in my tracks was like stop get off of this treadmill you didn't come here to do the treadmill I have a feeling I did that many other times right like this is to (laughs) like to have that moment of like pause of appreciation of enoughness right of wholeness of enjoyment and when you just said like these moments of pause when we can say it doesn't get better than this. And again, that doesn't mean that five minutes later, we're not crying or anxious oh, or disconnected, but it's these moments of like, like I did a labyrinth yesterday. I was like walking through a park and I did this <laughs> labyrinth and it was like, and <laughs> it. it was so funny because at the beginning I was like, oh, this is going to be so beautiful. I'm so excited for this experience. And halfway through, I was like, this is a long freaking labyrinth. <laughs> like I was like, when, how do I, and then I like, finally, get me out of here. I got to the middle and I just like stood in the center and it was this moment of like, to, I don't know why that's coming up as connected to the feeling we're talking about of like, <laughs> no, I love it. I love moment it. of like right here, right now, right? Yeah. Like this is it. And the practice of like that being enough, because also I feel like you and I both are like, we're dreamers, right? We're visionaries, mm. we're creators. Like we're always, there's always those moments of inspiration where there is more, but if that's not balanced you know, for me with this moment of like, just smelling in that ocean air or for you, just like looking at that flower, you know what I mean? It's like the, the rhythm gets really off. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the melody gets lost a little bit. And when I weave in that moment that you're talking about, and I, I just have this, like, I imagine my divine team in that moment, when I just take a breath of appreciation, I feel like my divine team, like everyone just breathes a sigh of relief, right? (laughs) Like, like she's got it. Amazing. Right. Yes. And it's so funny too, because when we talk about, um, the signs and and other feelings, you know, where mm-hmm. when we're in that moment, and this has happened so much to me, where I'm thinking of this moment um, I had in Vancouver mm-hmm. a year ago, where <laughs> I was like, I want to go to these gardens where I know they have a, a bunch of flowers, mm-hmm. um, and literally like a little kid in a candy shop, I was like, wow, like, I mean, talk about like what made me so happy to go to this garden and you're living in that moment of awe. Yeah. And I would look to, to my right and there's like, Oh my God, there's more, you know? And, and then uh, everything just seemed for, to be suspended in time in this disbelief of beauty and this disbelief of the, and then it's like, 
this couldn't get better. And then all of a sudden in the middle of this, there's like this gorgeous little bakery. Oh, and I'm like, God. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> so I was like, we okay. have to tell the people how much you love, you love bakeries. You love bread. Yes, wait, my weakness. Total side note, but one of my favorite stories ever is you were in a show oh. and they'd gotten you a personal oh. trainer. And oh my you God. were and the personal trainer was like, I just don't know why you're not getting the results. And you then you told me because you were getting a loaf of bread every night at the local bakery. Because literally, like the gym was next to this amazing bakery. So uh, I would be like, if I get through this workout, I can go get the baguette. <laughs> well, I wonder why you, it wasn't working. You yep. and my mother. Okay, so you're in, the, you're in this botanical yes. garden. It's, and it's, it's this ba- like little um, coffee spot with baked goods and this. And then, um, you know, the most beautiful sunset. And you're you're connecting to all these things. And then I remember getting home and being like, that was a great day. You know, yeah. having this sensation. And then one of my co-stars was like, how was your day? I was like, oh, it was amazing. I can't wait to tell you all about it. And then she texted back like, did you get a new part? Yeah. I was like, yeah. no. You know, oh my God, did you, did you mm-hmm. finally solve this? Uh, I had a, a thing with money that uh, around that time I was like, nope. Did that get settled? No. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm so intrigued by this wonderful day. <laughs> and then when we sat down, I was like, there were these flowers and the sun. And I had this almond croissant. And she's like, oh, oh you're so cute. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. when you tap into this endless resource of yeah. joy and being in that moment, like I was saying, like the signs are like, you're aligned because those outside voices are mm-hmm. so toxic yes. and yes. I think um, by other books that I think I mentioned it to you the other day um, there's this beautiful book called dying to be me oh yeah and this woman talks about you know an out-of-body experience where she experienced a near-death uh, moment and she kind of brings back all of this information about what the other what what comes after life for a minute mm-hmm. and it's humorous and it's beautiful because she's like none of the things that we're paying attention in this life mm-hmm. are really what mm-hmm. are worth you know like what what, what we should be doing and then mm-hmm. again we we know we're not going to take with us an oscar and we're not going to take a with us like the cover of a magazine and we're not going to take with us the house we bought or mm-hmm all these things. So, mm-hmm. so what is yeah. the present here? And and if you don't connect to that love and if you don't connect with that gratitude, it's like, you're really missing out. And I, it's hard to, to not pay attention to how we're being conditioned a society where it's like, mm-hmm. don't forget to do your taxes. Don't forget to do this. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to do this. Mm-hmm. All important things. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not the source of our existence. And we're going to do a little transition here. For the first time ever, we are going to have our conversation be in two parts. So you just joined us for the first part of my conversation on love with Juan Pablo Espinosa. And we just had so much to talk about that we are going to have a second episode, a part two of our conversation. I think you'll really enjoy it in the second part. Uh, Pablo answers a question from my mom, from my wife, and we tell you how we went on a 
not real, but felt real honeymoon. (laughs) That's in part two of the episode. So please join us for that. And I also want to take a moment to thank our Patreon members. For those of you that are now the Love Says Patreon community and supporting the production and the sharing of this podcast, it is thanks to you that we are producing this episode and we're going to be able to produce many, many more episodes. So thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. And if you'd like to be a Patreon supporter and also get some extra bonuses of some Love Says Meditations, you can head on over to patreon.com and look for the Love Says Podcast and you can be a part of the Patreon Love Says community. And thanks again for all of your support. We are, we are really, really deeply grateful. So thank you for listening to this conversation and we will see you on part two. So much love to you and for you until then.